breakfast and too early for lunch let's do brunch ba ba bum <laughs> do you want to do brunch with me we haven't done brunch in a while no we haven't done br- brunch in a while i, I thought, love a brunch hey everyone this is a show where we do reviews and i just thought rather than do a whole intro thing mm-hmm. i thought you and i could just sort of you know take like it's been a tough one yeah it's been a tough yeah. one yeah so let's take it. Let's let's do something nice for ourselves. And I've uh, gone out and arranged for a surprise, a brunch surprise I'm for you. Scared. And under this towel, Aww. I have made mimosas. So I thought for our beverage for this show, we could have mimosas. Okay. Take your mimosa. It's in a wine glass. It is. An, I, is there something wrong with it? It's a nice mimosa. Okay. I'm... I went out. I went out Friday. Go ahead. Okay. Try it. I went out Friday. I got some some vodka, some orange juice. So these are screwdrivers. I think it's a mimosa. <laughs> no. What's a mimosa? A, a mimosa is orange juice and champagne. Oh, well, I'm not gonna. I don't have champagne money. Um, a morning time drink, champagne. Oh. That's what people do. Why do people well, do that? I was about to say vodka is not considered a morning time drink, but Bloody Marys are the other brunch cocktail. So I feel like why aren't screwdrivers brunch drinks? Actually, wait, now my question isn't why is this vodka instead of champagne? And now my question is, why don't people drink screwdrivers for breakfast? Ac- hey, the best inventions happen accidentally. Whoops. Cheers. Cheers. I mean, I'm a brunch evader. You are. Look, and so here we go. How much champagne goes in them? I did a shot. I don't know I how much. I put a shot I mean, in each. Well, I put a shot in each and then I did a, I did a little splash into one because I thought it would look light and then it was way too much. So then I poured some out. Oh, it's, so it's two twenty six in the afternoon. It's hopefully about a shot worth. Okay. I don't know, but <laughs> so how much is that comparable? You think? I, to I don't. Uh, I, what I'm, I should have done. Um, I have only ever had mimosas where there either it was a restaurant and I didn't know, or but it, it was okay. done by someone with a lot of heart, and so I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was an accurate amount of champagne. Okay. Well, um, I guess I was hoping to bring bring the mimosa him in and home but oh. I, I guess i didn't do it right <laughs> I, I love it so much i don't fully understand what's happening but i'm enthralled should i start the show yeah if you if you've wetted your whistle enough I, and you want to get going yeah i i this is just it really tickled me and people are going to think that I have already had mimosas. <laughs> and I can't get that image out of my head, but I haven't. We've just spent an hour talking to my my in-law, your parents. I, I haven't had anything to drink. <laughs> You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm bartender Benny. And when you come up and you order a mimosa, I'll make sure you get what you really want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. when somebody comes up and orders a Chardonnay, you're going to give them a warm cab. Um, 
Ah, a warm, a warm bourbon, maybe. A warm bourbon. A piss body bourbon. Piss body bourbon uh, is is actually that's my stage name. Yeah, my career never took off. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it's unrelated. On this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wackiest, zaniest things people have to say about just about everything, and we gather those reviews from your favorite crowdsource review platforms and bring them here to surprise you and surprise each other and bring a little levity to the world. Pissbody Bourbon's performance art has been commended for being strongly vaginal. <laughs> for what it's worth. Which might me, not might not be much, I don't no, know. No, honestly, to me, that's worth everything. Oh yeah. That yeah. yeah. I'm gonna enjoy my vodka mimosa. Um I need a minute. I just need a minute to reset <laughs> and I need you to take care of things here for a second. Cool. Well, you're getting started today oh, on yes, the show. I so, am. I am. So why don't you tell everybody yeah. what you're gonna do later and I'm gonna get myself back together. Exactly. Well enjoy your whatever it is. I thought it was a it's fine. Um oh I also I brought um <laughs> I brought, oh, I brought an egg to, I forgot, I had it hidden. I brought an egg to make brunch more brunch. I didn't cook it. We only have one egg in the fridge. <laughs> we currently only have one egg. <laughs> so I didn't cook it. I just brought an egg. You know, there's a, actually, there's a Sharpie here. I'll just draw a little face on this egg. We'll pretend this is our, um, this is like our, our baby that our class gave us and we have to take care of it. So I'm just gonna take it from here. Okay, so I won't. I won't preview what yeah, I'm. Yeah, don't even tell him. I don't. Okay. Um, we're we're getting hot with the dogs. Carry on. Oh, what the? Okay. Well, fuck. All right, we're getting hot with the dogs. I think for the. I think for the first time in season two. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're gonna do a special uh, German themed getting hot with the dogs, and if you're new to the show, that's the segment where a vegetarian brings reviews for hot dogs and hot dog accessories. Die Deutsche Wurst! Die Deutsche Wurst! So anyway, we're going to talk about Mr. Potato Head, the toy for children. Oh yeah, because they just recently uh, gender neutraled it, right? Did they? I didn't know about that. Oh my gosh! Uh, completely unrelated. Whoa! Wow. Okay. Tell us all about it. Accidentally timely. Oh, I didn't. I just saw a headline. Oh, cool. I don't, I don't read. Thanks for telling us all about yeah. it. No, I did see a headline though that they're just they're, it's just going to be Potato Head now. <laughs> well, that's exciting. <laughs> it's something. Fun. It's something. Maybe we can. Maybe someday we can make people more gender neutral instead of sort of, you know. I guess you have to start somewhere, but maybe someday we can do people instead of just like Potato Head and stuff. Well, I didn't ask Potato Head for their pronouns, but I did read a lot of reviews for the like cheapest potato head option okay. um, from Play School right now that you can get on Amazon. It, depending on what time of year you buy it, it ranges from $5 to $12. It is the most basic. You don't even get like options for your pieces. You get one one eye part. You get one mouth part, one mustache part. Like You do not get choices. You The game is you put the, the things on the face. In the right order. In the right or, 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 not, or not or whatever or not or tehehehehe tehehe his nose. mouth is a nose yes yeah. anyway David has a one star review parts do not stay in <laughs> pathetic oh I bought this for my two year old to replace her old one that the parts no longer stay in well she loves this and calls it Steve Harvey. <laughs> When the new one came in, I opened the factory packaging and most of the parts just fell off the potato. 
They don't stay in, and my daughter is upset about it. Honestly, normally I wouldn't care to leave a review, but I just don't want any other children getting let down or sad about this product. Wow. I mean, I think you cursed it when you called it Steve Harvey. <laughs> at, least, at least name your potato head after somebody with career ambitions. <laughs> it's Steve like Harvey you... has a stable job. Yeah, but but where's he going? Nowhere. I mean, no. I mean, he's to just, the next episode of Family Feud. He's I just mean, dealing with the the weirdest people on this planet on a TV show. Honestly, the strangest contestants I've ever seen. Ever. And I've watched a lot of game show television. Yeah. Honestly, because I mean, we feel bad for Drew Carey sometimes, but fucking at least like most of the people that go on The Price Is Right are at least sort of stable. And you know what? They don't ask the people on The Price Is Right for their opinion. No. Which is so dicey. But Steve Harvey's out there every single day asking the strangest people on television for their opinion about what people might say about something. Yeah. And then invariably, they're just like, but Steve. Oh, Steve, is it a sex thing? Oh, Steve, this time I think it's a sex thing. Missionary Steve. Oh, boy, Steve. It's his Johnson. And then Steve does that. Sorry, it's it, I don't. We're not on a first name basis. We're not, Mister Harvey. Mister Harvey does the face. Yeah, does just the face. The face. That one face. The face. And then he sort of like winces, and then he looks at the board. Penises, not up there. Still not up there, so, folks. I think you oh, cursed damn. your baby. Now I probably shouldn't have led with that one because now all of the other reviews we're going to be thinking about Steve Harvey, but <laughs> that's just where we're at. Let's read a review from somebody called the Misses. One star. His bits and pieces do not stay in well at all. It's like carrying around a puzzle and hoping it stays together. His butt pops off and my son goes crazy. (laughs) So I have to stop and fix it 27 times a day. Not impressed, play school. I like it when a butt pops off. (laughs) But on Mr. Potato Head, the butt's supposed to contain the pieces the pieces like hang out inside of his body so if the butt pops off constantly then all the pieces fall out you have to pick the back up and put the back inside the body right that is annoying i misunderstood i thought it was more of a metaphorical like damn that ass really pops off no no see you're still thinking about steve harvey right you gotta stop thinking Mm. about steve harvey whose ass pops off and you've got to start thinking about mr potato head whose ass pops up oh no (laughs) there it goes my pieces (laughs) fuck shit my toy is broken different Different like sayings, different scenarios, you know. This is a fucking weird energy. I like it. This is a weird energy. And we're just going to keep going with it. Because (sighs) I'm going to bring an open mic night, which is a dangerous thing to do. For new listeners, an open mic night is a review where the writer was obviously attempting to be funny. Sometimes those are funny. Sometimes they're not. Let's check in with Keith. Two stars. (laughs) Bland and flavorless. Oh, fuck off. Tried baking and mashing. Fuck off. Nothing will improve taste. Potatoes' accessories were gristly and tough. This meal made me feel sick. Do not buy. That's it? No punchline? That's it. No punchline. Okay, I was waiting for... So, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Keith Urban, if you will. (laughs) Is that jokes... And look, I'm no expert. As anyone who listens to this show knows, punchlines in me often are not the best of friends. <laughs> Sometimes I am all set up. But you, my friend, are also all set up. And it's not a fun condition to have. I'm sorry that you are all set up and no punchline. Mm-hmm. But th- that being said, you know. Yeah. D- d- do and be better. I try to do and do, be better. Do, do, Keith, do and be better. I try to. 
I watch comedy and think I could maybe do that. <laughs> maybe you could try that. <laughs> maybe watch like something funny one time okay. and then see if you could maybe do that. All right, Keith, just check back. If you could just check back in like a couple of weeks, if you could just find something funny to watch. I made progress today. I did a whole thing with vodka. <laughs> I had a whole vodka punchline. Yeah. Was that? A, oh, was that the punchline? Yeah. Oh. That it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Babe, sometimes I genuinely, I, I'm still not 100% sure whether or not you know what's in a mimosa. <laughs> genuinely. Like. I love that. Like, stranger things have happened. Yeah. That's true. I've just got a couple more. We'll check in with Kindle Customer. This is a four-star review. Grandson love him. Grandson loves Potato Man. I did knock it down because when I was a kid, he came with a few more different eyes, hats, and face pieces. Other than that, he is a toy he likes. Yeah, I think maybe that's an opportunity for us to really knuckle down here. How much is just the basic one? Seven um, bucks? It's anywhere between $5 and $12, okay. depending on like sales and places and sure so i just feel like maybe we could set a standard that aims to give children something fun (laughs) like maybe we could start there and then we can add more to it to make it like better and even more fun and and sort of encourage a more diverse range of of potential mr potato head expressions and appearances yeah but maybe we could stop at a baseline start at a baseline where you do have some options instead of no options no options it it feels kind of unfair to give a kid no options maybe we could maybe we could think about how this product is going to have some sort of minimal impact as opposed to just thinking about well market value here's the bullshit one we'll do that one yeah. And then we'll do the good ones. Yeah. And you know what? As a, as just a fun, repetitive toy, which some kids are super into, yeah. some kids absolutely love, put it in exactly the right way and take it right back out exactly the right way. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. That's great. I'm, I, I'm into that and I love those kids. But unfortunately, I this came re- from reviews that were not funny. The pieces do not go in and stay in the potato. Right. They either do not go in the potato are so the holes are so big that they don't like nothing how you put them in and they fall right back out or they break imme- the like the, the bits nubbin, yeah. break immediately so like on top of giving the child no options <laughs> even for the kids that are like no options <laughs> it's like no fuck you kid <laughs> sorry it came with only one arm to begin with so hey <laughs> jog on um <laughs> Basically, is what play school has said to all these two-year-olds. Were there, were there some that only came with one arm? Yeah. Oh yeah. My God, seriously? Yeah. And it was always, they were always kind of sad because it was like, my kid was really looking forward to getting this. It came with one only one arm. Pretty disappointing. Yeah. And this was and this was like a buy-off instead of getting a, a switch, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, she wanted a switch. And I was like, no, let's, let's maybe start you off on a potato head. And then the potato head showed up and it was missing an arm. So now I'm out 300 goddamn dollars. <laughs> Thanks, play school. And my kids over here playing Tetris 99 and somehow kicking ass. She's three. I I can't get past 90. (laughs) She's got three. She's got three. She's getting like promotion deals. She's gotten first place 20 times yesterday. I want to meet this kid. Wait, I want to live in this fiction. (laughs) Right. Damn. Um, we're gonna end. We're gonna end uh, with this review from Kindle Customer for this this four star review for Mr. Potato Head. 
beloved childhood toy. Eh. Toy is whack, but my kid enjoyed it. Okay. Toy and is whack. It felt summative. I just thought, yeah. we'll just, that puts a button on it. Toy is whack. Let's get hot with the dogs. Oh my gosh, let's. Well, let's do the segment where a vegetarian talks about hot dogs. We got, um, and a be- what a beautiful subculture really, hot dogs really are. Really and truly. This is going to normalize the podcast. It won't be strange anymore, folks. No. This is going to be fine. Uh, and um, the thing is, we think of hot dogs as, a, as an American thing, but no. I mean, yes, but also no. But also no. Sometimes Germans like to fuck down with some hot dogs. They like to call them sausages, though, even when they're hot dogs. Even it, it, true, true, and we'll see some of that. And he, so here we go. We got we got reviews for German recipes. You ready? Always, perpetually. Uh, these are hot dog recipes on the German all recipes. Uh, Chef Koch dot Chef Koch dot So and it's it's funny, of course, because I just put all recipes in the grave. Yeah, forever. Yeah, never gonna. It, we had a wake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never going to look at it again. Nope. Uh, but then some listeners immediately, I think even like just before that episode went out. Uh, so unbeknownst to them, they reached out and were like, hey, Chef Coke dot does a thing and they have Big Mac salads and that's cool. Um, when God closes a website, mm-hmm. he opens a German. Or she or whatever. what I've always said. Yeah. Uh, we got Bacon Burger Dog. Bacon Burger Dog. A classic on this show. We've done many a bacon burger dog, but this one's German. This recipe is by, I don't know. I didn't save it. Oh, okay. Um, we'll, we'll call them... Uh, Can we call them Uta? That's a German name. Uta. Uta Buta. U- okay. We'll add Buta to the end of it. Uta, Uta Buta. U- U- Uta. Okay. Yep. 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 Uta Buta, this person. Ideally prepared in the kettle grill, but also very tasty from the pan or oven, is what Uda Buddha says about this recipe. Uh, it's got 4.15 on the rating, so that's not too bad. And just so we're clear, uh, everything I'm about to read has been translated by Google. The recipe calls for six sausages, parentheses hot dog sausages, six large bun, uh, 600 grams minced beef, 12 slice slash N bacon, six slice slash N cheddar cheese, possibly onion parentheses noun, possibly chili peppers parentheses jalapenos, possibly corn and possibly bell pepper. (laughs) So optional. Those things are optional. Okay. We got a review here. This is by Monaco Changern. (laughs) Monaco Changern. It's all one word. Um, they don't rate. They don't give stars on this website because they're not cool. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an unstarred review. I was invited to a barbecue on the weekend, and there were these hot dogs. Mm. I can only say super delicious. <laughs> I looked for the recipe here, and we will have it for barbecue next week. I'm curious about the reaction of my guests. For me, at least now, five stars. At least now. But if all my friends hate it, fuck you, koch.de. <laughs> I love Germans going to a barbecue and becoming surprised and intrigued by the the big dog. What what were these called back in the day? Back in back like the first. I think we we did yeah. this kind of hot dog like we, one of the first getting hot with the dogs. We've done multiple iterations. Uh, the triple bypass dog. Oh yeah. Uh, the mad dog was mad my favorite. Mad dog. That's yeah. the one I was trying to think of. Mm. So I'm curious as Germans going to a barbecue and being interested and intrigued by the quaint inclusion <laughs> of the mad dog. 
Ekai with three eyes, all caps, no stars. Hello, Mr. Barbecue. <laughs> I discovered your recipe by chance, and it was immediately clear I have to test it. Winky face. Meats with meat with meat. Unfortunately, such recipes are far too rare. I cooked it again. I slowly cooked the meat and bacon sausages in the pan and then let the bacon become crispy again with high heat. Unfortunately, only had hamburger buns. But it, did... <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't damage the taste. It just made it even more difficult to eat. It tastes absolutely delicious. Nice and smoky thanks to the bacon and just enough meat. Because always I'm eating hot dogs and I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's not enough meat. There's not enough meat in this hot dog. Can I tell you how fucking German it is that they <laughs> only had hamburger buns? And instead of thinking maybe I should just not have a bun, uh-huh. this individual was like, yep, I'm going to put it right there on that hamburger bun. Because all the time in Germany, you're going up to stands and they are trying to give you a, a sausage that is the same size as your forearm mm. in in a little brochen that's <laughs> like two inches big. It's like the <laughs> diameter of just like a little tennis ball and they have put a sausage the size of your forearm in it and they say here walk around the city while you eat this there was another recipe <laughs> the reviews weren't funny but there was another recipe where it was it was just like whole potatoes where they drilled drilled a, a hole through it and then stuck a sausage in it <laughs> and it was like hot dogs nuremberg or some shit but it was they weren't long potatoes they were small round spherical t- potatoes with a big old fucking sausage so, so i think why was this here why is it like <laughs> this germany i think germans just like to have a lot of like hangover b- i think they just big like the, sausage hangover i think they ha- like to have a lot of dingle dongle in their in their sausages you know what yeah they're not yeah. not a modest people not trying to hide anything or hold no. it back Sausage Hangover is actually the name of my post-grunge band from Seattle, so. <laughs> post-grunge. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing grunge anymore. Now we're post-grunge. It is grunge, but with a nice shower. I'm making no promises. <laughs> and, uh, they, they go on and on about this fucking hot dog. Point being, they do. Point being, one, one last bit in there I want to I slip in. I use the typical hot dog things, such as ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, and fried onions. The classics. Unfortunately, there was no more room for jalapenos because there were burger rolls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would happen like that, wouldn't it? I I sometimes want. Here's the thing. I sometimes wonder. I want to take a little pause. Cool. I'm gonna drink some of my definitely a mimosa. Yeah. Um. There was definitely a time when I could bring stuff like this to the show, and the humor was how grossed out you got. Yeah. And I've noticed that uh, maybe over the past two years, you've sort of given in slash given up. And you sort of accept that uh, the greasier, the better. And you just love this shit. Okay. That that was a strong sentence that (laughs) did not come out of my mouth. Um, Little column A, little column B. I will say I still have my limits. Yeah. And if the S word appears, I might just leave. If the Germans are over there slit. Slitting their hot dogs, also. Like, I might just be done. It's the grossest thing. My brother sometimes still says it to me. Just the grossest thing. I hate it. I hate that concept. 
Um, yeah, no, that must be an American thing. Now that I think about it, that was not something I saw. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. The Germans have some fucking sense. They must. They're not stuffing hot dogs. They just stuff their hot dogs in things like potatoes. I'm okay with that. I am so much better with yeah. hot dogs inside of other, other things. <laughs> That's great. That's fun. Where else can we put it? Where's that hot dog going to end up? Where's it going today? Just like leave it whole, you know, leave it whole. We got a recipe for hot dog. <laughs> Just got a couple of German reviews for this one. Um, don't know who made it again. Forgot to capture it. Just like with the, all the other ones. <laughs> I want to show you this picture. There's an important thing. So this recipe calls for cucumber, red onion, fried onion, tomato ketchup, re- remoulade. Mm-hmm. Remoulade, yeah. Remoulade and uh, Dijon mustard. Okay. And the weird thing that the creator chose to do in their picture for this recipe, instead of spreading the mustard on the bun like a normal human being, like a normally functioning human being, they did sort of smear it along the sexual surface of this hot dog. I don't like the way these hot dogs look. Well, because they have mustard smeared on their their hot, hot pulsing bodies. Um, as opposed to the bun. Please do say they are pulsing. You are trying to make this gross again, aren't you? I hate it. Never mind. You know what? I was so positive earlier. <laughs> Turns out I hate it. I'm back to hating it. Yeah, don't I'm make me work up. so hard. I- <laughs> <laughs> Shenandoah, no stars. Really great. I always cook it at Ikea at the exit when we are all exhausted and hungry. However, I do not need any instructions dot 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 three question marks but it is a culinary highlight if you like that indifferent (laughs) i'm glad that they recognized they didn't need instructions because you can buy this at the ikea yeah that's so i guess that's a huge thing yeah ikea is like i guess we we know ikea for meatballs but i guess I guess actually it's hot. They do like a hot dog. They do like a. I mean, I guess uh, depending on your like how close you are to actual Sweden. Yeah. Like they are, they are way closer to Sweden than we are, so they don't need meatballs. Right. They need hot dogs because they are far away from us. They've got meatballs. The bastards of sausage. That makes sense, actually. So that makes sense. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe they do smear the mustard along the non-porous surface of the hot dog as opposed to the bread, but I hope not. Because Ikea is a place of practicality. Yeah, I don't think that that's Ikea's policy. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and say that I, I personally do not believe that smearing the mustard underneath <laughs> between between the the non-porous surface of the hot dog and the ketchup is not the policy that ikea gives to their employees that's not what the hot dog artists are instructed to do i do not believe so no and i bet i bet if they are they're told not to use it even like a butter knife or anything i bet they just use their gloved hand and just like wiggle it on there with wiggle their it on there with their finger yeah i hated that image and i hated <laughs> even more wagging my finger while i did it and imagining it i um hated every part of that experience thank you goodbye are we done goodbye we've got one more okay this okay is, this is a review by jurgen huda no, it's not. It's a review by Jurgen Huda. Oh my gosh. No stars. Okay. Can only join Shenandoah. I also copied the recipe from IKEA. Wait. 
the recipe. So IKEA is giving you a recipe? I no, I think I think this is a recipe somebody tried to make. I mean, they they didn't say it in the description of the recipe at all, but the both of these reviewers think that this is just an IKEA hot dog and that it's a copy. I don't know. Oh, I'm okay. not I I don't know. I'm not okay. I'm not immersed in the hot dog oeuvre over on the continent. I don't know. I mean, I, maybe you should get into it. I know. I'm saying. I know. Maybe you should see a German about their hot dog. Is all <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> Recently, however, I dared a very daring variant. That's exciting. <laughs> That's a hell of a sentence. Thank you, Google. And seared onion rings in a pan. <gasps> the advantage was that the onions didn't fall out of the hot dog. Like fried onions are wont to do, being so crispy and dry. And must, yeah. Yeah. That's my least favorite part is when I'm biting into a hot dog and all the onions just slurp out of the end of it. <laughs> I like that you are... <laughs> intent on making everything slurp or glorp <laughs> to a certain place, despite the fact that fried onions are very dry and crinkly. Because I just realized, just realized today, right now, during this recording, that I have lost the magic of grossing you out, and that I've lost it for quite some time, and now I'm just desperate to get now it back. you're just... I didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't realize I had this challenge before me. I was trying to make an amicable and happy podcast, and I didn't realize that I was going to have to work so hard to gross you out in 2021. Well, turns out my tolerance is just going up and up. <laughs> it would, too, yeah. If your life is a fucking mess, Jess, send us a mail on the pony distress. Is the best more than the rest. Hi, Angie. No way, I could do that better. Oh, but I liked it. I just didn't know what to say afterwards because I don't know what to say when people say that I'm the best. Is the best put some to rest. Yeah, I do do that. <laughs> I'm here to fucking kick some ears. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, it's extra convincing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Hi, Angie. Angie, you might be the first person to ever email... Well, no, you are the first person to ever email us from Hong Kong. I'm so glad you're listening. Thank you for emailing us. It made me feel really nice. Me too. Um, I also want to say hello to listener Willow. Thank you for emailing us and just giving us an update on your life. Um, I'm really glad you're doing all right. Uh, okay, uh, we also got a review from Julia. Hi, Julia. Hi, listener Julia. Thank you for emailing us. Um, and our review from listener Julia is for La, La Jolla Children's Pool, which is a small protected beach um, that native harbor seals have taken over. Uh, in, in Oh, La good Jolla. for them. So like you said, I thought it was pretty cool that the harbor seals have taken over this area. And, you know, they're kind of native. Here is the review that Julia sent us. Two stars on TripAdvisor. It's not really a big deal. This used to be a very nice area, but it's overhyped now. Yes, it's got harbor seals. They're the marine mammal equivalent of pigeons. <laughs> if you're a doofy out-of-towner and or a new-age twit who gets all excited to take pictures of and or commune spiritually with sand-colored blobs who just lay there and flatulate, then I suppose this might be a good activity for you. The area wow. reeks of excrement. It's swarming with tourists. The seals are wreaking havoc on the local marine habitats. And there are many, 
much better places to spend your time. I hardly even go to La Jolla. Well, change a few nouns around and I could leave the same reviews for your house. So (laughs) how about Um, that? How about that? Okay, and then I have one more last one from listener Abigail. Thank you, listener Abigail, who sent us reviews for a recipe on Bon Appetit. For oh, a, good. For an apple cider vinegar cake. Um, Great. So I, there's no stars for these reviews. They're just like comments that are left. But this one's from uh, Jackalek. I have attempted two love cakes from Bon Appetit so far, and both have been extremely disappointing. <laughs> Guess I learned my lesson now. The way this is written is so confusing. I had to reread several paragraphs to make sure I was understanding. It would really help to separate the ingredients list into cake and toppings. This recipe took considerable time and effort, and the result was extremely dense, gummy, lacking in apple flavor. Thanks for ruining fall. (laughs) Who knew it was that easy? Well, yeah. It turns out disappointment's kind of part of their brand. Um... (laughs) That and, that and racial inequity. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, old, old, news. old news. Old news. Old news. Old news that I can't let go uh, and, and shouldn't. But we did get some corrections on Twitter that I want to bring out right away. Especially yeah, some, some really good ones. They came from a new listener. Hey, new listeners do exist. We got some. Hi. Like, Thank uh, you for your feedback. We got a few. Um, uh, listener Catherine. Thank you so much. Uh, And the corrections are as follows. And they're from very old episodes. Season one, very old episodes of the show. But we will do an oops, I fucked it literally any time. Yeah. You just check in with us. And if we need to say we fucked it up, we are here for you. Oh, yeah. Every time. (laughs) Uh, Unless we forget to say something. Yeah. Uh, Way back on the show, we said that bananas are a a monoculture. There's only one kind of banana. Not true. And the fucking wild thing is that i went i went to a new jamaya like literally the next day and they had other kinds of bananas <laughs> we just, just were we weren't looking for them we just weren't looking for we, them we had the wrong information um a listener Catherine did let us know that uh most people who eat those bananas think our bananas are bland as fuck and the banana i had the following day the normal american yellow banana or the normal the cavendish banana is that correct the normal yellow Cavendish banana uh, was the blandest thing I'd ever eat. It was yeah. it was ash in my mouth. It was horrible, <laughs> horrible banana. So thank you for and I mean not sarcastic, uh, but thank you for ruining bananas. Um, I did buy a red banana at the Uajamaya, inedible, completely inedible, never ripened. What can you do? Uh, Orange County Choppers is set in New York and not California. I just assumed. Which I think somebody needs to tell the Orange County in New York that California has the stake on that one and they're going to have to change their name. Like there's a whole other show that's just called the Orange County and that one's... Oh my God, is that one set in New York? Who knows? Holy shit. Some serious brand issues there. Oh fuck. I I don't know where the OC is set now. (laughs) And 
Yeah, I mean, and should have looked that up before I came. Yeah, who knows? Who cares? Right? Real rough stuff. Um, but it does explain that show's whole thing a lot more. It does. It <laughs> never made sense as Southern Californians to me. I really couldn't. I really could not figure you it could, out. You couldn't place them in Southern yeah, California. Really, yeah, just coming in and throw chairs at each other. I just I couldn't figure it out. But now, couldn't you know quite what? place that Hell's Angels vibe. Yeah, but um, <laughs> New but York, I get. It. Yeah, you, I get, you get it. that. Actually. Yeah. um so thank you to everyone else who's been reaching out on twitter we'll bring it next time we will thank Um, you jericho thank you cats and poo and back to the show fucking welcome back to the show thank you for listening thank you everyone who's been hanging out on twitch and we're back and we're back do you want to know what toy we're gonna talk about next yeah please i'm pulling up a picture because i realized i didn't get a picture and this you are not going to understand it unless you see a picture. I know that about you as a person. <laughs> I appreciate that. We, You should make this a recurring segment and just call it Toy Story. I should just make this a recurring segment and call it Toy Story. It's a, it's not taken. And then when, not. when you do it the second time, you can just call it Toy Story 2. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they're just going to keep on doing installments so I can keep on going forever. Um, So yeah. this is a big wooden shoe. Oh, okay. The toy is a big wooden shoe that helps you learn how to tie your shoes. I don't know why you thought I needed a picture. I, I have interacted with one of those as a child. Oh, I thought you needed a picture because I'm still pretty sure you weren't a child. So um, this is this is the first I'm hearing you maybe ever in our entire relationship say <laughs> when I was a child. Right. That's the first time. Um, so. I, well, it's sort, of, it's sort of symptomatic of the fact that I didn't have much of a childhood that I... It took me like a solid calendar year to learn how to, which might be an exaggeration. It took me a really long time to learn how to tie my shoes. It took me a really long time too. But like, so like there was a day in kindergarten and I still remember it because I could tell by the way everybody was acting (laughs) that my inability to tie shoes was strange. Aww. And there was a day in kindergarten when I got, I got dragged out as harsh i got taken out into the hall with one of those one of the, a big a big demonstration practice shoe a big red wooden shoe by my teacher not like an aide or but by my teacher left the classroom just me in the hallway and she taught me how to tie that goddamn shoe wow it was a whole thing and 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 to this day i cannot do knots i just knots don't work with my brain i don't know yeah. why it's like directions i just cannot you, process you, it it's just something that won't happen i don't have it i just can't um it took me a very very long time to learn how to tie my shoes um it was not helped by the fact that i went home and told my mom and dad that i needed to learn how to tie my shoes because the teacher told me that in the second half of kindergarten i can't keep asking other people to do it <laughs> Um, and then my mom proceeded to teach me one way to tie shoes and my dad proceeded to teach me a different way to mm, tie shoes. That sounds about right. Yeah. So I didn't know how to tie my shoes for a long ass time because I tried to do it a new way every time. Um, That's why curriculum is so important. Right? <laughs> Standardize <laughs> it. <laughs> no. Um, So anyway, Melissa has a one-star review for this giant wooden shoe that you give to children and you say, here, learn how to tie your own shoes. Um, Velcro doesn't exist yet, I guess. Um, One star, just a shoe. Why did I buy this? Just use a shoe. 
Because it's big. Because it's big. You know what's funny, though? Yeah. So are grown-up shoes. True. But here's the, here's what you don't get. How much is this fake shoe? Um, this, this wooden demonstration shoe wooden. that is that you could also substitute with just a shoe? It's 10 bucks. It's on sale. It's on sale. Good. Yeah. It's on sale from $13. Okay. Well, isn't everything. Um <laughs> What you don't get with this shoe, you don't get the stink. No stink. No stink. No uh, no unidentifiable street stains. True. And it is probably still made by people who live and work under unfair labor practices. Probably. But, because yeah. it's on Amazon, but, pro- well, but yeah. probably, I guess I don't know where I'm going with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second to regroup. Fucking, I, I get it. I don't know why somebody wouldn't get it. I get it. I it, get it. I get it. Buy the giant shoe. You it, need it. It removes the stress. It's not a real shoe. There's no consequence. Yeah. If, if I fuck up tying this shoe, nobody has to wear it. True. So I can do it all day. And you know what I like best? What I think the best shoe tying learning feature about this giant wooden shoe is? What's that? The visual directions for how to tie your shoe are glued to the bottom of this shoe that's great no it's not it's not no because if the shoe is sitting on a table and the kid is trying to tie it the kid cannot the kid has to pick the shoe up and look at the bottom if they need a hint is that not is that not acceptable no why are they on the <laughs> bottom would? of the shoe if the kid's in the middle of tying it they're gonna lose their progress if you put it on the, it won't look like a shoe if you put it on the they top should, or the side they should just come with like a little instruction card or something that you can keep with the shoe yeah but then you lose it or the kid like eats it or eats half of it or the cat pisses on it but or they, like i mean you can still have them on the bottom of the shoe but i'm just saying it doesn't really help a four or five year old that much to be like looking at this shoe and not be able to take a peek at the instructions because they're on the bottom they can lift a shoe probably i mean they can lift a shoe but not while they're simultaneously trying to tie it they don't have three hands they can't tie the shoe and lift the shoe at the same time it's part of it teaches them how to do ikea furniture in the future it's it's ikea prep because then you have to you know you have to you have to look at different things it's great i think it's great honestly it might just be amazon prep because caress has a one-star review (laughs) um because at ikea you get all the pieces (laughs) No laces? Really? (laughs) Purchased this thinking I would get everything that the picture shows, which isn't much. The wooden shoe came with no shoelace. What? How can you teach your kid to tie shoes with no laces? Very unsatisfied. Well, see, now making, (laughs) making lemonade out of lemons, right? You go down to the Hobby Lobby, get yourself some Velcro. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're good to go. And you teach the kid how to Velcro the two sides of the wood together? Yeah, you give uh-huh. up. You give up. <laughs> you, you give, give up. up. When that happens, you give, you give up. So that's like a life lesson too. Hey, kid, if Amazon doesn't send you all the pieces, you give up. Um, <laughs> You did mention earlier, though, that children have a way of using things for not their intended purpose. Mm. Um, So let's check in about that. <laughs> With S. Johnson and their three-star <laughs> review, kids do not use as it was intended. Which verb are we going to get? Kids do not use it as intended. We got it thinking it would be good practice for them. In the few years we've had it, the kids drag it by its string around the house or try to swing it, but they do not practice tying shoes with it. It's heavy as a piece of wood that size should be, so when they swing it, it's <laughs> dangerous. 
We have had to put it away when they misbehave with it, then bring it out later only to have them use not as intended. (laughs) They also spend a lot of time tying it to other toys, which is annoying and dangerous. It is durable. Ours broke in a few pieces after repeated abuse, but was easy to glue back together. The strings are kind of loose at the top, so when you do try to practice tying, it does not act as a normal shoe, so it makes it harder to do. Perhaps that is why kids do not use it for tying much. They have played with lacing, but usually the shoe is not enough for them, and they inevitably tie it to other things. (laughs) Um, A, sounds like your kid is learning how to tie knots. Uh, mission accomplished. Yeah, put put a banner on the on the aircraft carrier. All done. B. When it broke, why did you glue it back together? That was your out. <laughs> that was your out, brah. It yeah. broke. Like, sorry, kids. It has to go in the trash now because you threw it down the stairs for the fourteenth time. And sometimes, <laughs> if we throw things down the stairs fourteen times, they break. And when Oops. large objects break, we put them in the trash, send them to the skip. Yeah, they're gone. That's yeah. it. No fixing it. I can't, no can do, kids. It broke. I can't fix it. <laughs> um, But S. Johnson wasn't the only one. Oh, no. Givens, three stars. Please note, this can easily be weaponized. Please note that this can easily be weaponized by a preschooler who has decided that she is quite done practicing tying shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what your preschooler's learning to say? No. <laughs> That's a life skill. <laughs> there needs to be a new a new recurring segment for children's products where we just we, we just play pee or weapon pee or weapon is this going to be a pee thing or a weapon thing because it's going to be one of them <laughs> the two para- well I mean honestly like yeah it's kind of like consume urinate weaponize ah, eat that's important yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like eat pee or violence F- food pee food pee violence yeah F- food pee violence the toddler life yeah <laughs> um <laughs> you know like that but yeah well how how are children gonna use this i did that i was trying to bring reviews for some melissa and doug like fake cans yeah for their kitchens um and i found a few f- i didn't find enough but there were several because the, they're little cardboard they have a plastic lid and it's like cardboard and it says like canned peas on mm. it um but they're cardboard so you know what the kids did they ate them damn cans <laughs> <laughs> now that's a lesson you can take with you forever forever <laughs> For all all of us who didn't know how to tie our shoes for a long time, there you go. We should have been weaponizing them. That was such you had no idea that was that was gonna like be so personal to me. I, I did not know. Once again, not a child. Right. Your childhood is not something that you reference existing. Other than other than Land Before Time, no, not yeah, really. It's really just Land Before Time. And I did try to talk to the other characters in Land Before Time, so that's we don't talk about my childhood too too much. Well, and my favorite <laughs> story is that the first word that you said to your mother was an argument. Yeah, that's my favorite story. Yeah, yeah, because she pointed at a thing and she said car. Yeah, and it was not a car; it was a truck. <laughs> you said a truck. That's yeah, a pickup truck. I um, fucking I I I know what that. <laughs> this, I wasn't born yesterday. I've been playing. I've been playing with shapes a lot of god long goddamn time. <laughs> and look, and and here's another story from my childhood. It took me a while to figure out which peg goes in the hole. You have no spatial reasoning no. skills. I don't know what happened. No, I really it's, don't. It's, it's a gap for you. Yeah. Um. Here's the question, though. If you took that wooden shoe to Denmark with you on a trip. <laughs> 
do you think an old lady would try to live in it? God, I hope so. <laughs> oh, I can only hope. <laughs> We're going back to the continent, not Denmark Let's though, go. Germany. It was it was by every definition a segue, tenuous, but happening. But happened. Uh, we got reviews for American hot dogs. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm, we do. Americanische. <laughs> when I was in high school, I did yeah. practice saying I'm Canadian in German. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it was the Bush years, right? Yeah. 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 Um, fair. So uh, I'm sure you're, I'm sure Papa loved that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't tell Papa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and we're just doing this one, this one recipe. I wanted to linger on it because there's there's an interesting thing about hot dogs on the continent. They do them their way, right? Uh huh. We we saw the cucumbers earlier. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, cucumbers. That's the thing. Um, so let's find out how they make these American hot dogs. And this is a recipe by somebody. I uh, we'll call them Werben Yangerman Jensen. Uh, okay, SpongeBob. Yeah. Are they uh, number one? Hmm. Well, let's read the recipe and we'll find out. Okay. <laughs> uh, the recipe calls for both cucumbers. Well, they say gherkins. Okay, here's the thing. The recipe calls for gherkins. Okay. But uh, the picture shows raw cucumber. Okay. Raw cucumber. And then uh, it also calls for four tablespoons of remoulade, which is tartar sauce. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 Well, a lot of them just say t- a lot of the reviews just say tartar sauce. Oh, okay, okay. This is a hot dog with raw cucumber and tartar sauce, which is a Danish thing. Americanish. Yeah. So these are Danish hot dogs. It turns, <laughs> turns out, as as we're gonna learn. Same thing. Same thing. America, Denmark. I'm sure there's similarities. Uh, well, white we, people. Yeah, see, fuck this. Okay, so we'll read. Let's read a little bit of the the instru- the preparation instructions for the American hot dogs. Brush the roll halves with tartar sauce and top with the cucumber slices. Place the hot sausages between the bun halves and brush with ketchup and mustard. Sprinkle with fried onions. Fold together and serve immediately. I will note that it did tell them to brush the mustard right on that dog. Brush, not squeeze. <laughs> yeah. Brush. That must just be the way you you put it, you do it. You put it right on the slippery fuck surface of the hot no, dog. Oh, see, it's saying things like that that upset me. I don't like that. That's uncomfortable. We have a no star review from Gertie. Hi, Gertie. Hi. <laughs> Is literally how the review starts. Hi. Hi. After spending the days at IKEA, days plural. Sometimes you gotta. Because I guess I guess they just like it's just you go to work, you come home, you pick up the kids, you go to IKEA. You're not buying anything. It's just what you do. You go to IKEA, you the family gets real tired, you slip into the self-service area at the bottom, snuggle yeah. up behind some boxes. Next morning you're still at IKEA, time for hot dogs. <laughs> when you're German, I guess that's just the postmodern hell that you live in. Um It takes all kinds. After spending the days at IKEA, it had to be hot dogs again at home. I bake the rolls for it myself. Otherwise, quick, easy, and delicious. And for sure better than dot, 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 dot. Thank you for setting me up. Oh. Greetings from Gertie. Better than who, Gertie? (laughs) Better than what? (laughs) What do you think? Discuss. Um, Maybe other things at Ikea? Are we thinking meatballs or bookshelves? 
That uh, one bookshelf that everybody yeah. has that the back panel falls off of after mm-hmm. two months. Maybe that's the one. That we almost bought. Yeah. That we almost bought, but then we didn't because we decided we are done with back panels on bookshelves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's it. The Billy or whatever. The Billy bookshelf. The Billy. I think that's it is the it. Billy. It's yeah, the fucking job, Billy yeah. book. That's I there. Finish the sentence. Thankfully, it's better than the Billy fucking bookshelf. I'm on my 10th, Ikea. That's got to be it. That's, <laughs> that's got to be it. Or, or who knows? I mean, c- clearly delirious. Ha- has gone has gone to be, has gone to Ikea after work and after picking up the kids every day for the past three months. Has potentially been sleeping on a cardboard box in the <sighs> Ikea self-serve area for so, some time now. The kids have been sleeping in a nest of Ikea instructions. <laughs> Surrounded by peg A and hole B. <laughs> Day in and day out. None of it's put together. These are my children, Alan, Alan, and Alan. <laughs> no Stars by Rucky Zucky 30. No, what? <laughs> With an American hot dog, there is definitely no tartar sauce in the bun. The cucumber is cut very small, and there are. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the weirdest description for relish I've ever heard. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, how small? How small do we cut our cucumbers? Relish small. Cucumber salad. Uh huh. And there are umpteen variations and toppings on the hot dog. Uh, no Stars by Lugworm. I love these names. Me too. It's a great website. Every single one has slapped. It's a great website with no standards. I mean, Big Mac Salad had like hundreds of reviews. I just chose to do hot dogs because it's a recurring segment. Because that's your bit. That's my bit. You love a hot dog. But these people love... I mean, in the, I can't start, the Big Mac Salad is like Big Macs in a large glass bowl all like stacked up and shit with like extra salad stuff. Like it was it disgusting and they fucking love it. Talking uh, about that. What fresh hell that is. Lugworm, no stars. Hello. For me, hot dogs come from the Scandinavian countries. For me, they do. For other people, they get them from the asshole of the pig. <laughs> For me, though, I make mine out of Scandinavians. I know this might be historically dubious or not, because I, I myself don't know the history of hot dogs at all, nor do I care, but... They come from Scandinavia, not America. It's it's Scandinavia for me. Here in northern Germany, you can find the right ingredients in every supermarket. Special cucumber salad, Danish tartar sauce, special hot dog mustard, and also ketchup. But they <laughs> Is it special though? I don't want it if it's not special. But they always taste good. I love special cucumber salad. Listen, brah, in America, you will not believe how small they are cutting these cucumbers, okay? You have not seen it over there. These cucumbers are tiny. You don't get it. You you have no idea how neon, disgustingly green you can get a condiment until you go to America. Yeah. You didn't know that food came that color, did you? Shades of green you didn't know existed. Radioactive Hulk green. And don't even ask us about blue food. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no stars by Calf. After a long time, I ate a hot dog again. 
Cool, Calf. Good job. Oops, I ate a hot dog again. <laughs> and I still like it. However, we did have it with string sausages. <laughs> so <laughs> you didn't have a hot dog. Now the hot dog is the sausage part. <laughs> yeah. That's the hot dog. The bread's a bun. Are string sausages like little cocktail weenies, you I think? I don't know what string sausages are, but they don't sound like hot dogs. It could just be a bad translation for a normal-ass uh, sausage, because they also come in a string, I guess. But, like, I'm wondering if that's a cocktail weenie. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, hot dogs themselves, even the hot dogs we knew, at one point were in a string, probably. You yeah. Know, because that's how typically sausages are made. Yeah. I mean, the Oscar Mayer ones are a little different, but still a string in, in the sense that they are extruded in a long, uh, horrible yeah. pink slime green that, slime string. Yeah. But the ones that have yeah. meat in the hot dogs that have meat in them, mm-hmm. uh, ge- I mean, generally you make a sausage by twisting yeah. it into individuals. So, I, it could be any what, old what fucking is it, thing. What isn't a string sausage if we're going to get technical? <laughs> no stars. By deleted user, who I assume deleted their account in shame. I will remind you that this is a recipe for American hot dogs. <laughs> a very unusual meal for me. I cannot judge whether it is real or not. But it tastes good. Unfortunately, had no hot dog buns and certainly no hot dogs. Wait, then what did you eat? I helped myself with other ingredients. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, what did you eat? Bud, hey, bud, what'd you eat? You know what? I take it back. I don't think they deleted their account in shame. I think they deleted their account completely by mistake. I think so, too. I think they were trying to find the, like, change your email button. And, and they... They plum deleted it. <laughs> Just fully deleted I, um, their whole account. Wait, I helped myself with other ingredients. What does that mean? It's my last one. Okay. It's a question with some responses. No stars by Patrol2552. Hello, everyone. I would actually be interested in how, with what ingredients, the hot dog is made. <laughs> a dangerous question. Very. Look for an original recipe. Is the hot dog of American origin? Depends entirely on what's in your hot dog. <laughs> Answer. M.R. M. M. Reinhardt. Hello, Patrol. Do you mean the bun? Hmm. No. Response from Patrol. Hello, Michael. No, the sausage. The recipe for an original hot dog sausage. No response. <laughs> It's tits and ass, Petrol. M. Reinhardt did not know how to break the news to Petrol that what you're going to need to get your hands on are the tits and ass. Are, are some TNA, okay? What you're going to need first <laughs> is some TNA, and then you're going to need yourself a meat grinder. Um, and some mysterious emulsifiers. Honestly, it's a process that nobody fully understands except for Mr. Meyer himself. Exactly, but you might want to check in with deleted users and see what they use because maybe they've got some of the components somewhere. <laughs> they, they had no hot dog buns and certainly no hot dogs, and somehow they made do. They ate themselves a hot dog, an Americanischer hot dog, so you might want to check in with them and just see what they used because maybe if we can get enough stuff in the grinder, then a DIY option is available (laughs) oh merciful heavens all right thank you so much for listening if you would like to get in touch with us and 
send us an, a review that you have seen in a wild or just give us an update on how your life is going, you can reach us via email at forevercritic at gmail.com, on Twitter at CriticEveryone, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash CriticEveryone. Uh, we have a Discord community put together by listener Gatsby. It's honestly pretty chill. It it, it could just as easily have not have been, but it turned out really good because we have really good fans. Yeah. So uh, check it out. It's there for you. Um, we would like to thank X-Ray FM for having us on the network. You can check out more of their shows at xraypod.com. We would like to thank Beast Coast Arts for our fabulous art. You can check out, uh, you can get in touch with Beast Coast Arts at beastcoastarts at gmail.com. I would like to thank Jazar for Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear. Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our little ad break music. And as always, Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which is our fucking bop of an intro. And then before we before we head out, I just wanted to do like a little production meeting. A little uh, this is already a long episode, but whatever, we can cut it. Yeah, it's fine. A little production just to give people an update on like the show and where it's at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so y'all were like y'all were on the ride with us when we when we tried to do some advertising and mm-hmm. grow the show and like do some new stuff. And so I just wanted to say again, like thanks to everybody who helped out. We ultimately put out like three ads. We matched what you gave yeah, and plus a little more. Yeah. Um, so we put a lot of our own money where our mouth is. And I it netted us some new listeners. Frankly, not as many as we would have thought. Um, but it, it did do something, and that's always good. And what I kind of realized, especially now that I finally got some work lined up, um, what I finally realized is like that push caused us to think way harder than we normally do about how to make the show good. You know, we like we did a new season, we like did all this stuff. And I don't want to say that stuff was bad. I think it was good. But I think we've been very you and I, if I had to guess, we didn't rehearse this. <laughs> uh, have been very like overly focused and stressed out about how to make about like always making the best content we possibly can on top of having our lives and stuff and you working and like me trying to find work and doing volunteer stuff and like all kinds of stuff it just finally occurred to me that like now that i've got my life slightly sorted out for a little while at least um fuck that fuck that let's just fuck it it doesn't have to be the best every time but if we have fun it's gonna be good yeah and it it might even be better than it's been lately so um i'm not saying y'all feel that way but i certainly feel like our content has been more tenuous and like more uh, like we're trying too hard yeah so can i can i sum up can i get a summative statement yeah so basically we want to say thank you so much again for everybody who supported monetarily this idea and this podcast we match that amount and we continue to believe in this idea and this podcast, but our focus is going to be on having fun and this being something that brings joy, not just to us, but to y'all. And just make the best show we can and we'll see what happens. And on that note, we'll catch you next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>